This is the I Work For Him podcast. To make sure you never miss a thing from I Work For Him, subscribe to our email list. Just head to our website at iworkforhim.com, scroll down to the bottom of the page, click subscribe, and sign up. We'll send the very latest blogs and podcasts from I Work For Him so you never miss a beat. That's iworkforhim.com. This is producer Michael Marigle. Thanks so much for listening. Let's get to today's program. You're tuning into the past one hour in Christian Talk Radio. Hey, thanks for tuning in to I Work For Him today as we're live in Tampa Bay, but broadcasting all across the country on so many different platforms. But Let's Talk Faith.com would be one of those great or iHeartRadio or maybe Red Nation Rising. However you're hearing our show today, just know that we pray before the show. Just praying that something we say today would cause you to dig deeper into your into your faith and connect with what you hear on Sunday with what you do in your 9 to 5. I mean, so often we get to church on Sunday and we just expect to be entertained. But how did God challenge you yesterday to take your faith to work in a different way than you've ever done before? Hey, so here's a question. Are you still a Monday morning atheist or have you made the Monday switch? Did you take the six-week challenge presented by Work Life earlier this spring? Sometimes it takes just a few steps forward to get us thinking about our workplaces with the right perspective. Today will be a great day for you to flip your Christ-following switch on and live for Christ in your workplace. No matter what you do, electrician, teacher, cook, executive, used car sales, middle management, your workplace, it's your mission field. And in that mission field, you and me, we may be the only Jesus our coworkers or employees may ever meet. So, Michael, do we have our guest yet for today? All right. Well, I'd like to welcome Doug Spada back to I Work For Him as we're talking today all about making the Monday switch. Doug Spada, welcome back to I Work For Him. Hey, Jim. It's nice to be with you again, and uh, happy Monday. Thank God it's Monday, right? T-G-I-M is one of those things that, you know, we just, has such a paradigm shift that so many people really struggle with it. i, I got to be honest with you, for the first 20 years of my business life, I struggled with the same thing. It, it, it's just yeah. really, really difficult to make that switch. How about you? How hard was it for you to initially make that switch? Yeah, well, I, I think you hit it on the head, Jim. It's not that we – I don't think we ever really arrived. You follow me? I think we're all in, in process. I'm still in process now, so I think uh, – I think uh, we just continue to work on it. I think that, uh, you know, monitoring our attitudes and our, our disposition, and I think we've talked before on the radio, I think our, our just our core belief about why God created work and, and those kind of things help us kind of uh, make that switch and help us get a little more, um, I guess, grounded uh, in how we view work. Well, I don't know if I want to talk about being grounded. I got grounded plenty when I was a kid, but I know what you're talking about. <laughs> getting grounded in our faith. And I think it's so important that we just take time to step back, relax, and, and just, because the Lord's not about being uptight. And he really wants us to make that connection between what we're doing uh, in our jobs and what we do, what we're learning at, at church. So talk to me. You know, this, this, we did this six weeks this spring, talking all about making the switch going along with the Monday Switch Kit, which, by the way, you guys, if you want to check it out, go online. It's mondayswitch.com, mondayswitch.com. It's all about helping yourself day by day make that switch. There's, there's uh, text reminders, all kinds of things to help you make that switch. But that first step in Monday was just 
eliminating the Monday moan. What was that all about? This Monday moan thing. Yeah, you know, um, you know, Jim. That came as we were sort of developing this whole uh, this whole practice of keeping God switched on on Monday, because uh, a lot of times, you know. Mondays actually become moan days, right? M-O-A-N, moan days, right? Where we just have this dread and, and sort of this kind of downer feeling about Monday. So, you know, we decided to create this concept as you, as you kind of go through this sort of a, this six Monday experience where you can actually monitor and pay attention uh, to your disposition, to your attitudes and stuff on, uh, on Monday. So, we created this really cool-looking thing that's called a moan meter. And so on your Mondays for the next six weeks, you, you pay attention, and, there's, uh, and, you, and you sort of grade yourself. How, many, how long during the day have you kept God top of mind and actually um, trying to live and work for him at work and stuff? And so that helps you just sort of monitor it over that, those six Mondays or that six-week experience. And so... That's where that came from. Oh, by the way, Jim, uh, you know, people can go to worklife.org. That's where they'll find the, the Monday Switch Kid and the other resources from Worklife, by the way. Uh, worklife. Not, not the MondaySwitch.com. I had that wrong. Not the MondaySwitch.com. Yeah. I apologize. All right, so That's worklife.org then. Worklife.org. That's correct. Yes. All right. Worklife.org. Okay. Sorry about that, Doug. Okay. That's so okay. Let's, let's talk about, you know, making that switch from thank God it's Friday to thank God it's Monday. Mm. Really, so many of us have grown up to school we're looking forward to the weekend. Looking forward to the weekend. Look at we're gonna party on the weekend. We you know, right. we're gonna make it through work. And and so when we get into Monday, we just start we're moaning because it's so painful. But really God wants us to be ecstatic about our work because that's when we actually get to put our faith into action. That's why we need to switch it to thank God it's Monday. What does that look like for you when you made that switch? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's just an intentional awareness, you know, for for me that um, that you know you are on a divine assignment. You know, something you said in the intro, uh, Jim. You were talking about Sunday and Monday and stuff. And there's something that I've always liked to think about that you know Sunday is a divine commissioning, okay, and Monday is a divine appointment, okay. So you're commissioned and then you're sent out, and Monday is a divine appointment. So. Um, you know, what it looked like for me, you know, um, you know, and again, I'm, I, you know, it's not like I've arrived, man. I'm still practicing this stuff. It's just you become aware of where God is moving and, uh, and, and assignments, like I said, the appointments that he's given you. And, uh, and also, I think I've mentioned this before, and I think it's very important, is that God himself is a worker. So we're never more like God than when we're working. He created us, Jim, in his image to be his co-workers, okay? So God established work, you know, he commends us to work, and he is a worker. So all of those things together kind of start to make things kind of gel on Monday, and, and you know that when you go to work, you're actually there on divine assignment from God. So that's that, that paradigm shift we have to make in that first week, that TGIF to thank God it's Monday. Thank God it's Friday. We need to switch to TGIM. Thank God it's Monday. But it's really about recognizing the fact that most of us suffer from this thing you call 
Monday morning atheism. Mm-hmm. That's yes. a switch we have to flip that switch off and flip God's mm-hmm. switch on. What does Monday morning atheism look like? Yeah. Monday morning atheism, Jim, was was really a term um, that is not forgettable. <laughs> and what it does is it it's it's really the term for someone who loves God, like you and I, but yet we work like he does not exist. And so I think we all know what that feels like. We struggle with it. And so this this what we call this epidemic of Monday morning atheism sort of plagues us. I mean, if we don't pay attention and we don't intentionally try to, you know, to stay switched on, to keep God top of mind and engage our work like God would have us, we fall into this this kind of syndrome called Monday morning atheism. And so it it plagues the body of Christ and we have to really, really pay attention and and stay on it. Otherwise, um you know, you know, we fall into it. And, and here's the other thing. It's back to the churches that we've, we've talked about in the past, too. You can go to a very, very, very good church and, and hear great, great messages and all the things you said in your intro. But um, if we don't understand, you know, like what we call the theology of work or just the basics of work, like I said, and we don't approach our work like like a divine appointment, then what happens is, is all of that stuff, we, we, we end up just sending out a whole bunch of Monday morning atheists instead of uh, carriers of the light into the marketplace. So it's really important for us to, to stay on top of that, Jim. What does it look like when we switch our behavior from Monday morning atheism to Monday morning living for the Lord, thanking God's Monday? What are, what's maybe one big thing that will switch in our minds when that's the case, really quick? <clears throat> I think that... Uh, I think that we start to have more joy, right? And I think the atmosphere of where we work can change because a lot of people have, uh, you know, struggle with different, uh, you know, environments that they're in and stuff. So I think that we're carrying the kingdom of God with us. So when we go to work, we actually change that environment. So I think that's uh, that's one thing before the break here. Really, today we talk work life, eliminating that tendency towards Monday morning atheism and turn it into a Christ power that's actually putting their faith into action each and every day in your workplace. And we've got Doug Spada from WorkLife online, worklife.org. That's worklife.org. What a great conversation, Doug Spada, it is to be able to talk about making that switch and really putting our faith into action. And what does it look like? I mean, it's so, you know, sometimes it's just really intense dealing with that kind of a challenge going, hey, I'm not going to be that guy that I've been. I'm not going to be one of those Christians that when you look at them, they say they're a Christian, but hmm, everything about them doesn't really say to mm-hmm. you. Did you ever feel that way about yourself? You're like, hmm, I, I'm not quite sure I'm the guy that I need to be. Yeah, Jim, I think uh, uh, sometimes I think that presently, you know what I mean? There's times where, uh, you know, I think that our flesh or, our, you know, uh, different forces, you know, cause us to, to kind of step out and, and, and out of that. And so, yeah, I think it's something we have to stay on top of. Like, again, I don't, I don't want anybody to think that, you know, there's, there's a point where you arrive. We have to continue. Uh, oh, come on. Uh, to, Seriously? <laughs> We're never going to get yeah. there? Yeah, that's right. And so, yeah, we have to press in. And, uh, and I think that, um, I think that that's, uh, that's part of, uh, you know, getting closer to the Lord and learning. And I think work, 
work, although um, I don't I don't think work ever really becomes easy. I think we can enjoy it and, and experience joy, but uh, but you know uh, a lot of Christians have a misunderstanding that somehow work itself was cursed. But you know, is the ground that was cursed or the ground? It was hard and stuff. But we can we can enjoy work with the Lord. Uh, when we understand and actually, uh, you know, follow his ways at work. Hey, Doug, you've got a friend, Matt Fleming, who you asked to join us on the air today. Why don't you introduce Matt as he's ready to, ready to jump in on the conversation? Yeah, yeah. So Matt Matt and I have been friends. Matt has worked very closely uh, in work life. Um, he practices work life principles and stuff. And, and I thought it would be fun just to have Matt uh, – join us and actually interact with us, you know, and talk a little bit deeper about some subject matter and stuff. And then, so Matt, are you there? I am. I am. Hey yeah. guys, how you doing? Matt, thanks yeah, so much Matt. for joining us right here on iWork. And we're so privileged to have us here, have you here with us. Matt, why don't you just give us just a couple of, of seconds on, on, okay, maybe just a minute on who you are, what you do during the day, what your mission field looks like, and, and why this work like Monday switch impacted you so uh, so incredibly. You got it. You got it. Um, my name is Matthew Fleming, and my wife, Lindsay, and I uh, have a unique uh, role in the consulting space from a kingdom, a biblical perspective. So we actually um, have been working by faith uh, the last several years um, around the U.S. and abroad, working with a variety of organizations, um, Doug in Work Life being one of the lead ones because he's got a global mandate to help us wake up to the fact that work matters. And, and work is a, a core part of God's plan and how he's going to uh, finish what he started and uh, help us accomplish what he, what he created us for. Um, so, so a lot of our – the foundation of what we do is intercession. Honestly, it's uh, intercession, prophetic intercession, seeking the Lord to gain uh, clarity and insight into uh, the identities, identities of individual leaders, their organizations, communities – communicating that effectively, and then also uh, helping um, inspire synergy globally. When we see uh, where two, two or more could start working together, set the table for that, and then let them move forward to kind of help establish unity in the body. So, so that's what we do. Um, work life has been – there's no way I'd be here without work life. In fact, it was 2007 at an, uh, at an Oz Hillman conference many of us are familiar with. Um, you know, talk about talk about being a pioneer in this space. And, and I heard Doug speak the first time, and, and, and my eyes were being ripped open. I mean, literally, I, I was a Christian, 12 years, powerful walk with God, was seeing amazing things happen, but I had no idea that he cared about the marketplace. I had no idea that he was interested in our jobs. Somehow, uh, this was all missed. And, um, and so from that message, my, my world was turned upside down. I began to stumble through the next few years, um, letting God engage my business life. I was in corporate America at the time, and I began to learn how to steward the word of God and the voice of God and the love of God in, in ways I had never before. And then Doug and I would, we were on a, uh, a collision course to run into each other in Los Angeles in 2012. And as we talked uh, in Los Angeles, the Holy Spirit just really began to reveal to us that that uh, we need to walk closely together because God's got an intention right now to really open up the eyes of his people to recognize the truth that he is at work with them. Doug, it's got to just warm your heart to hear a guy like Matt Fleming talk like that as he gets it. He gets it. And I think I really want to take the conversation today is how do we help the rest of our listeners just join us in this shift? 
this switch from thanking God for every Friday afternoon at 5 o'clock when the whistle goes off, well, the proverbial whistle, and moving on to uh, the bill to celebrate when the bell rings, we walk into the whatever our office looks like, whether it's outside in a field, climbing up a pole, onto a car dealership lot, and maybe we're detailing cars, or maybe we're a teacher, whatever it looks like, but celebrating Monday mornings. Doug, how do we all move and make that switch? Yeah, I think it's a process, uh, Jim. I think that, uh, you know, uh, some may remember uh, long ago we talked about um, viewing our work as actually worship. You 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 mentioned that celebratory thing, made, made me think about the word worship and stuff, and um, we had talked once about where in Genesis 2.15 where God put Adam in the garden, right? And, and, and uh, that word that God used for, for work in Genesis 2.15 is actually a word called avodah, A-V-O-D-A-H. And oftentimes in the Old Testament, God used that, uh, that word work in the same way he used it <clears throat> for worship. So in God's, in God's eyes, our work is actually worship unto him. And so I think that, uh, you know, approaching work uh, in, in, in a context of worship actually helps us there. What do you think, Matt? Without question. But, um, you know, the truth, the truth of the matter is, I was thinking about uh, some of the conversations Doug and I have had over the years, is that this is really, it's really simple. Um, you, you just said, Jim, make a shift. And, and, and we call it the switch. It's just a little switch. It's not complicated. It's just a little shift inside your heart. The problem is that as simple as the solution is, we're a complicated people. We have some very developed mindsets and structures and, and belief systems that make this a lot more difficult than, than our Lord and Savior was trying to help us understand. And, and what's so helpful is when you have both the desire to walk into what you were made for, who you are, and you've got uh, you've got tools, you've got partners like Doug and and um, work life, and those that can walk with you. Over time, you can begin to see things from a different perspective and understand really how simple this is. Because because it, it, it's about it's about having the mind of Christ. The truth is, every one of us who have the Lord have the mind of Christ. I got challenged in my walk after hearing Doug speak the first time that I got, I have the mind of Christ. Am I going to let that mind be in us, Paul said? Are you going to let that mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus? Are you going to excuse yourself that you don't have that? You can't think his thoughts. You can't know what his desire is. And so it, it's really a simple thing that it, it takes intentionality in a while and partnerships and friendships to kind of walk into it um, eventually, where you every day, you, you are confident experientially and through the scriptures that you have his mind, his heart, and you can operate from it every day. Well, Matt, let me just ask this question. Let me ask you the question. Okay, so you're consulting and you're working with people trying to help them understand just all putting their faith into action, all of that. When you have a conversation for the very first time, you meet with a Christ follower, maybe it's never been introduced to the faith and work movement. What does that conversation uh, what does that conversation sound like? What is it? I mean, do you do you see light bulbs go off? Do you see fireworks? What what do you think? Well, that's that that's kind of that's really the neat thing. Um, what I love about our job is it's it's perfectly customized, and that's our God. Like when you say 
you know, how does a person make that shift? How do they, how do they walk in that direction? The beautiful thing is he's got a customized pathway for everybody. He knows exactly who you are. He knows exactly what you're made for. He knows exactly where you are. He knows what you're not seeing, what you are seeing, what you're reading, what you're listening to. And so he knows how to walk his children to the place of freedom, to the place of clarity, and to the place where they can work with them all day long. So for me and for, for Lindsay and I as consultants, our first thing is to demonstrate it real time by letting the Lord reveal to us um, in conversation and communication who that person is. Gives us little clues, little hints who they are. When you listen to their story, as you as you get to know them, you start to see the patterns. The Lord starts to reveal who they are, why they're here, what He intends for them, and you do, Jim. You see that light go off. And, be, and what's cool is it's you know it's the Lord. He's in the room. He's in that exchange. He's moving. Their eyes light up. They and before you know it, something's coming out of your mouth that only only they know about. You know, and it touches them right where they're at. And so we get to demonstrate working with God in real time. And so more than the words we're saying, they're experiencing it real time. And then hearing our testimonies of our own life, their eyes light up and they start to realize, wow, you know, I can, I can, come, to, I can come to a place where I am working so intimately with my God day in and day out and over time begin to practice that. Well, and what you just said there, Doug, I, I want to make sure we repeat what Matt said, but he said that it was, you know, our our relationship with the Lord is customized. That he, that he, and, and that's something I've come to realize in the last several years of my own faith walk is that we all experience God a little bit differently. But once we put our trust in Christ and once we say, okay, listen, I'm done trying to do it my way. I want to do it the Lord's way. He really does come in and has a customized plan for drawing us from who we are to who we can use more effectively and work life could be part of it. Doug, in our last minute or so before the break, tell people how they can get involved in work life and make that Monday switch and stop being a Monday morning atheist. Yeah, you can visit worklife.org, and you can hit the resource button, or you can donate there on worklife.org, O-R-G. And, uh, yeah, we'd love to serve with you and love to help you in any way uh, take that next step or kind of up, up to the next level of uh, walking with God at work. So uh, thank you, Jim. Well, and when they go out there, Doug, what are they going to get? I mean, they're going to—if they buy the Monday Switch kit, they're going to get a—they're yes. going to get some stuff, right? Yeah. Well, as I said before, it's a—it's a—it's a six-week process, a six-Monday process, and so yeah, you're going to get downloads, you get text alerts, you get all of this stuff to actually help you actually have the handles to actually do this, and so. Uh, yeah, we've put together an amazing product to actually help uh, the body of Christ walk this out. All right, we had a little bit of technical difficulties during the first half of the show. I apologize for that. I couldn't tell you about it because uh, I had too many other things going on. But let's just focus. Let's focus on what the Lord can do. And here's my theory, guys, and you can shoot this down. But, you know, I work for him, this radio mouthpiece that's five days a week talking about the intersection of faith and work all over the country every day. It's really about helping Christ followers to know hey, my workplace is my mission field. Yet, once they've said, okay, I get it, they don't know how to start. And for me, the Monday Switch Kit is exactly the place any Christ follower should start in introducing their idea to getting used to thinking about God being present in their work. Because that's a real key tool in order for them to take it to the next level and get discipled in how to be a workplace minister so they can Mm -hmm. eventually run a small group in their workplace 
Because we need to turn our world upside down, and it's Jesus is going to do that, but we got to get it started, and it takes a paradigm shift. Doug Spade, I think your switch kit, that's the key. Yes, yes, Jim. You know, I think people have, have basically three choices, okay? Three options with the way that they actually approach work, okay? And, uh, and we, we address this, uh, we address this in, in, the, in the Monday switch. The first one is they can work without God, right? A lot of us know what that feels like. Um, we struggle with it. Um, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior, you obviously are going to be working without God's help. But even even those of us that do, we, we sometimes choose to work without God. We, we're isolated, switched off, lonely, kind of, uh, you know, in other words, we function like Monday morning atheists at work. And then there's a, a, a slight switch which is we, we can work for God. And sometimes, you know, that sounds great to be working for God, but that leads to more performance, right? We perform better, try hard. We try to please God and man. We work out a duty. What we're trying to do and what, what Matthew and many others of us have actually designed here is how do you work with God? How do you rest mm. and work out of the finished work of, of, of the cross? And enjoy God, and have peace, and 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 obey God, and work with God. So, without God, for God, or with God. The Monday Switch Kit and these resources help you know how to work with God. You know, and Matt, let's just ask you that question: What does it look like to work with God? Can you give us some practical examples? Because we got people working in lots of different. Um, uh, spheres uh, within the economy today that are listening to the show. What does it look like to work with God in your job as a consultant today? So some practical examples are, and, I, and I'll kind of use myself. Uh, I was back in the uh, elevator business for several years in a, a couple of different companies. And, and well, I that remember job is when really I, picking up, isn't it? it <laughs> sorry. sorry. a different version of it. I heard that all the, it's got its ups and downs, and you know all the. That's a good one. I uh, sorry. So I, I'm, I'm in there, and I'm I'm trying to, and I'm realizing that God's with me, and I'm stumbling through this, and that's what I, what's so beautiful about the 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 switch of being the solution set. You when it walks you through it, as opposed to myself, it took years of me stumbling through having no you know, real compadres walking in this or helped me understand this, what I was experiencing. So it was a long, arduous, painful task of learning to be quiet, wait on the Lord, stop during the day. And that's one of the practical things I want to talk about. It's just stopping. We become so driven and we begin to believe the lie that we we can't stop. I mean, our our culture Certainly in, in, in business and in corporate America, you can't stop and breathe. You, if you stop, you're falling behind. And what I found out was it's exactly the opposite. When I slow down and I literally, if I was doing a proposal um, for a client or a prospect and I felt anxious or I, I felt what I knew wasn't the Lord, this, this is not what he's got for me. He didn't give me that spirit of fear, whatever. I would make myself stop, walk away from the computer and and take a break until I could recalibrate myself and realize the truth. The truth is I am seated with Christ in heavenly places. He's in me right now. He has all the wisdom and knowledge. Jesus is our peace. And and then and, and I can reapproach that project or that moment, that proposal. And then literally the frequency of God is going into what I'm writing. 
and I saw my results shift. I would see literally when I would stop and pray in the car and wait on the Lord at lunchtime. I was in sales for most of my career. I would stop and wait. That's when I would get the call that, hey, you've won the county account or that the Weston came through or that account or whatever would come through. And I started to notice the trend. The more I slowed down, the more that I uh, resynchronized my mind to the truth that I know and then engage that activity, the better the, my results got. Okay, Matt, you're working in an office. You're working out of your car as a salesperson. I, I, I meant to say Matt, not Doug. Okay, so Matt, you're you're doing all this. You're you're on the road, but there's a lot of people listening today that are, you know, they they're working out of a van, an installation van, a repair van. They're doing uh, repairs, air conditioning repairs in people's houses, or electric, or plumbing. They're 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 working with people in an environment that isn't. Um, it's not clean and neat. And in fact, it's a lot more rough and tumble. What do you think working with God looks like in one of those environments? Well, that's pretty much was my environment. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, because you're installing elevators. Sure. That's yeah, yeah. Yeah, I suppose. You know, and we did. I would. You know, I'd work with. Uh, uh, we 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 work with Teamsters, and so those that built our our equipment and also serviced and maintained our equipment, um, or or when I was with Motorola and we were. Uh, and, uh, installing uh, radio systems and construction sites, you know, you were around the roughest of the roughest situation. And, and even in the office, I mean, literally, there was, it, it was the world. And, um, and it is the world. And so, so it, it, what it, it can look like a lot of different things. For me, literally, I had, and I kid you not, I had a receptionist right outside of my uh, office um, that when I was on the phone, she would literally just be cussing through and just and, and really talking our customers down and, and I'm trying to build relationships and so I had to learn to overcome all that and so what it looks like practically is you you and what I love about the, the Monday switch is that it literally you get a little switch on your desk that reminds you it only takes about you know what an eighth of a second to switch off it only takes one quick thing to shut your heart off for a moment and begin to go in a, in a different pattern. And, and you can look at that on your desk and just remind yourself, hey, as fast as it can turn off, it's as fast as I can turn it back on or keep it on. And so you can make those mental shifts. And once you practice that, and sometimes you walk away. I literally used to go into the bathroom um, and just <laughs> raise my hands and praise God uh, for a couple minutes and, and thank him and get my get my head back geared in and then go back into the into my office and do my work. Or in the car, tough situation in the, with a client or something like that. Get into the car. If I had to weep, I would weep. I'd be real with myself. Hey, you know what? That was a really a very uncomfortable and, and, and not appreciated situation. Present it to God. And this is the thing. He's always available. Mm-hmm. He's always listening. He already actually already knew you would have that situation, so he's already prepared the answer. He's ready to work with you emotionally, mentally, and, 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 to, and to encourage you and to move you forward. So it, it, looks, it can look like in any place, and no matter what your situation, you have, the, you have the right, the privilege, the authority, and the opportunity inside inside. Even if you can't move on the outside, right. in meetings, I used to just worship the Lord inside of myself waiting until I got I got called on. Well, and Doug Spada, this is, as we're talking mm-hmm. with Doug Spada today from Work Life, you can find out more about this whole Making the Monday Switch right there mm-hmm. on worklife.org, worklife.org. Get your Monday Switch kit. Call into the studio line, 877-943-9673. Doug Spada, when you hear a testimony like that, and I know you've heard 
thousands. I mean, you've got thousands of people that have gone through this Monday switch, and I know there's thousands more to go through it. Making, I mean, you send along a little electrical, sw- I mean, like a, like a door or a light switch in the kit so that people can make that mental switch because it is so easy to just ignore God all day long. I, I mean, did you ever, here's what I did. I, I remember praying in the morning, I go to work and I get to the end of the day like, ah, I didn't talk to the Lord all day. That's what this switch does mm-hmm. is it reminds you. I think it's awesome. Yeah. And, and you know, that you bring up a great point. Uh, there's so many things, like Matt said, that kind of bombard us. And so we've designed different characteristics. You know, uh, sometimes people have to have a tactile thing, you know, something they touch or they see. Uh, we have a text alert system, uh, Jim. So on Mondays, because that's a very key transitional day, on Mondays, there's randomized text that actually gets sent to you to help you um, to help you engage. You know, like you said, sometimes you can go through the whole day and go, you know what? I didn't even talk to God. I didn't even pay attention. Nothing. So we, in a very, very simple way, but profound, we are attacking that in helping people make this switch, helping them stay engaged. And, you know, when Matt, when Matt was, uh, you know, sharing some of that, I thought about, uh, a scripture that's been very precious to Matt and I, and, and, and it's Jeremiah 33, three, where, where God says, cry out to me or call out to me. And he promises Jim that he will answer us. And he says, he will show us unsearchable things. So those of you that need answers, you're at work, you're in situations like you just heard uh, Matt describe, you can cry out to God, Jeremiah 33, three, I encourage you to look at that. That has been a promise that God's been revealing all over the earth, man, as, uh, as we've traveled around uh, the planet. So, Well, and I think what you just said, what Matt has said, is if we would just stop, when we realize we've just kind of moved God back out of the forum, we're no longer playing, and we just stop, and we just say, Lord, okay, let's get back focused again, it really makes a big difference. But it, it's just a, I think it's a repetition thing. We have to just stop. You know, when I'm having all these technical issues while I'm talking to you guys and <laughs> looking at computer screens, I'm like, Lord, why today? Why? Why? <laughs> but a Monday. Mm-hmm. But of course. But it's the same thing. I got to just stop and go, this is, this is, none of that is really that important on an eternal significance. The conversation's more important. And that's what I really want to have you drive home, Doug, is tell people how this is going to impact their work life. Yeah. I think it's, uh, it can profoundly uh, impact your work. Um, spiritually, as you've heard. And I think it can, it can, it can give you more peace and more purpose. And then, uh, I think practically, you know, as, as you heard Matt describe, I think it can, it can change the atmosphere in your work and act. I, I really think it, it can attract because it's a spirit realm. Okay. It can attract uh, new and, and relationships and sales. So I think, I guess what I'm just saying is it has, I think it can have a profound practical impact on, on your productivity and your success at work. What do you think about that, Matt? Yeah, without question. The encouraging thing, as you're saying that, Doug, is as it impacts us, I mean, it's permanent. These changes, yes. like we, you know, we're, we're transformed by the renewing of our mind. And, and as we, as we, employ these tools, um, and we walk this out over a matter of weeks, over, over a matter of few months, literally, I mean, and you guys are probably familiar with some of the Caroline Leaf teachings, and so your brain literally gets rewired. You don't think the same anymore. 
And so what, what's so wonderful about this is the changes are, are permanent, and it gets easier. You're going to hit a lot of resistance. When the, the deeper we step in, we notice the resistance because it's already there. But over time, it gets easier and easier to all you know is to be in real time presently with the Lord when you work. And that's, and that's practice, and practice makes perfect. We need to practice it all day long. We're talking today with Doug Spada from Work Life and his guest Matt Fleming as we're talking today about making that Monday switch, switching it off from thank God it's Friday and can't wait till we go to thank God it's Monday we're entering in our mission field. You and I need to make that permanent paradigm shift and these books and these resources and these text reminders on your monday will help you get this done go out to worklife.org worklife.org ladies and gentlemen this is the beginning of the revolution in your workplace welcome doug spada and matt fleming back to i work for him thank you thank you jim all right, so here's the question. I want us to finish up the show. Just drawing, we got a lot of people that join after the bottom of the half hour, and they, people turn on and off in between commercials. So I know we want to get people. I want to talk about the difference between working without God, that Monday morning atheist, and working for God, those religious people that are working for Him, and working with God. Doug, what's the difference there between working without God, for God, and with God? Yeah, without God is. Uh is really we're, we're, we're just going at it alone, right? Either we don't know God personally as our, as our Savior, but even, even those of us that do, uh, we sort of feel isolated, switched off, or, or independent's a good word, right? And uh, we call that, Jim, Monday morning atheist. Um, and then for God is a slight variation of that that sounds good to, to those of us in, in the religious, let's work for God, but I know for myself, I find, uh, uh, you know, trending towards duty or performing better and pleasing God. And then uh, what we're really targeting, what we're really trying to move towards is actually enjoying God, working with God, working from the finished work of the cross, and, uh, and having more peace with God at work, and that's working with God. And Matt, for you, how long did it take you to make that transition to go from working without God to working for God to then working with God, which is the ultimate destination. How long did it take you to make that mindset change? Well, unfortunately for me, it it honestly took years um, because I I didn't have a work life. I really didn't have, there wasn't anybody who could walk with me and tell me that even my, my attempt to move in that direction, which I didn't understand was even appropriate. So I, I, I stumbled and fumbled through for a long, long time. And when I met, when I met Doug and I, and I began to walk alongside the Work Life team, I realized this is what's going to cut down from years to literal uh, 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 weeks and a few months to really make that mindset shift. And so that's what got me so excited. Well, and Doug, that's the point behind the Monday Switch Kit that people could find on worklife.org is that in six weeks, you will bring enough repetition. You always said to me, Doug, that people can change a habit with you know in 30 days if they do enough of this in 30 days. Well, you make it six weeks to make sure it's really concrete. Talk about that. What does that six weeks look for somebody to make that switch? What are some of the things they're going to experience? Yeah. Um, there's little video vignettes for each, each week. So you engage, you don't have to read a whole lot. So this is not so much just of an intellectual pursuit. It's more of a practice. It's more of an experience. So you will watch, uh, a little video vignette. The good thing, Jim, is that you can do this with a, a, a buddy or a coworker, or you can do it in a small group, or you could do it at your church or business. So it's, it's very pliable in the way that you can do it. So you watch that vignette. 
you discuss some things, and then you go practice it. And then each week, I think we said at the beginning, you're going to record your Monday moan time, really your experience on Monday. We're picking on this day of Monday because we know that if we can help people have this mindset shift and this heart shift on Monday, that it, 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 it falls over to Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, et cetera. So anyway, but then you, uh, then there's all kinds of different downloads. There's the 10 commandments for work. There's, uh, there's the, you know, the, the text alerts that we mentioned and things like that. So it's a lot of fun. That's the point too. It's not boring. It is fast moving, fun. And then two or three weeks into it, you look back and go, Wow, man, my view of work and Monday uh, are not the same. So it's a, it's a lot of fun, Jim. Well, and I don't know where people got off thinking that being a Christ follower wasn't going to be fun. I mean, you look, Matt Fleming, if you look at the New Testament, you look at the Acts of the Apostles, those guys were at it full on, head on, doing all kinds of incredible things in their workplaces, which a lot of them was a marketplace, really quick. Do you think they were having fun, Matt? <laughs> I do. I do indeed. In fact, I think with their with the perspective that they gained eternally, and they knew they couldn't lose, right? Live or die, whatever whatever their path was going to present to them, they knew they were in a good spot. But to daily, to be daily walking with the living God in such a way that was so clear, so consistent, such a part of what you do, in fact, I think they were full of joy. In fact, I think, spiritually speaking, he, he keeps repeating that, full of joy. I agree, I agree. Doug Spada, Matt Fleming, thanks for being on iWork for him today. I really appreciate you guys. Thank you, sir. As you're listening to the show today, go ahead and make sure you go out to worklife.org, worklife.org, and make sure you sign up to make the Monday switch. Don't delay it anymore. You heard about this several months ago. We're bringing it up again. Sign up today to make the Monday switch, worklife.org. It will transform your thinking about your workplace. It will transform your mind. It's be unbelievable. You've been listening to the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower. My workplace, it's my mission field. But ultimately, I work for him.